Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Welcome back to another episode of the show. This is episode number 38 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast, and uh, this episode is brought to you by our good friends at Prairie Smoke and Spice Barbecue Rubs and Sauce. Uh, these small batch competition spice rubs have been used on meat to win hundreds of awards in competition barbecue, and just last week, their tumbleweed all-purpose rub was named number one in the world for the second straight year, according to the National Barbecue Association. So congratulations to Rob and the crew at Prairie Smoke on that uh, great award. And uh, check out the tumbleweed all-purpose rub. Find it at retailers all over Alberta or by visiting www.prairiebbq.com. Now time for the Canadian Barbecue Competition update. Uh, this past week in Langley, B.C. was the Barbecue in April for April Pro Competition. And the Grand Champion Award went to Fat Wally's Wirehouse, Firehouse, sorry, and Calgary's own Smellicue took home the Reserve Grand Champion. If you'd like to listen back to episode 26 of the podcast, you can hear me chat with Janice from Smellicue along with Kenny Wallace talking about their experiences at the American Royal. So if, uh, check that out and uh, follow Smellicue. Uh, they're having a great, uh, off to a good start to this year after a great season last year. Upcoming on the barbecue calendar, another pro event in Langley. On May the 4th, it's the Canadian Festival of Chili and Barbecue, and part of that event is also the Canadian Steak Cook-Off Association Championships, with the winner gaining a spot in the SCA World Steak Cook-Off Championships in Fort Worth, Texas. Two pro events on the weekend of May 26th, with the Capital Barbecue Festival in Ottawa and the brand new Heritage Heat Western Smokin' Barbecue Competition in Cremona, Alberta, just outside of Calgary. That we, uh, we talked about that on last week's show. Both of these events have a full slate of events and uh, competition levels. Lots happening on the amateur barbecue event side as well, uh, with the Barbecue du Terroir in Sherbrooke, Quebec on May 18th, and the Red River Rumble, sorry, try that again, the Red River Rumble Barbecue and Grill Contest in Morris, Manitoba on May the 31st. For more details on these events and a full calendar, check out the Canadian Barbecue Society website at cbbqs.ca. Uh, last week, visited uh, Montana's Barbecue and a Bar in Airdrie last week for lunch. Uh, the chain of restaurants has done some rebranding of late and really have they put a much more focus on the barbecue menu items. I did have the opportunity to chat with the manager and head back to the kitchen to check out their smoker. It was a, really a great visit, and I hope to sit down with them soon to record a podcast. But in the meantime, a couple weeks down the road here, you can watch for my conversation that we recorded there at Montana's with Matthew Carr, the man behind the Carnivore Facebook group. Uh, you'll see that coming soon. Really excited about this week's episode. A couple of weeks ago, I did a Skype interview with Sean Ludwig and Ryan Cooper, creators of the Smoke Sheet Barbecue Newsletter. Every week, Ryan and Sean put together uh, really a great read full of barbecue news and events, restaurant info, recipes, recommendations, and much, much more. And we had a great chat, and I hope you enjoy it. Welcome back to another episode of the uh, Eat More Barbecue podcast, everybody. And uh, via Skype, I'm uh, really pleased to be joined by Sean Ludwig and Ryan Cooper from The Smoke Sheet. Guys, welcome to the show. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself, Sean, if you want to maybe start a uh, quick introduction and kind of your your barbecue origin story, so to speak. 
Sure. Uh, Ryan, it's really a pleasure to be here. We're uh, very excited to talk to you. Um, I, uh, I, I founded a, a site called NYC BBQ uh, about four years ago. It was, uh, it was kind of a hobby, um, but I really just love barbecue. I grew up in Kansas City, Missouri, where barbecue is, is king. And um, I, started, you know, I started just kind of missing barbecue as I'd lived in New York for a while. And so I started seeking out the best New York restaurants for barbecue, the best events for barbecue, and I started documenting it um, every day. And um, that's really led me to, you know, growing from a hobby to to a business. And NYC BBQ, I've got a blog, Instagram, Facebook, all of those things. It's been really fun documenting and growing along with that. Um, and then that led me to actually meet Ryan. Um, we met in line at Snows in Texas, oh, actually. Love it. And uh, we both shared, you know, the same level of passion for barbecue and traveling for barbecue. And uh, that led us to founding the Smoke Sheet, which is the best resource for keeping up with barbecue news, um, particularly American barbecue news. We'll, we'll probably get to that. Um, but it's been um, it's been a really fun journey, and um, we're you know we're about six months in, and it's been a, a wild ride. And now is this? Uh, I'm guessing just kind of a part time thing for you. Yes, it's yep. still part-time, but, you know, hey, maybe one day I uh, can make it full-time. Yeah, for sure. Ryan, what's your, uh, your your barbecue origins? Well, like Sean, I am also from Kansas City, so barbecue, I just kind of grew up in that culture of barbecue. Um, I'm actually a cultural geographer as a, as a job, right. so I became interested a few years ago in the different regions of barbecue and how everything is you can go 100 miles away and barbecue is really really different in, in different parts of the country so um, being from Kansas City I thought I knew everything about barbecue I needed to know and then I traveled to Texas and realized oh if there's a whole different culture down there Old, yep. and it was completely foreign to me so I I decided, okay, I need to really understand this better. I need to travel all over the place and really understand barbecue and all its different forms across the country. So I started Barbecue Tourists a year and a half ago or so. And kind of like Sean, I'm on all the different social media platforms and trying to understand barbecue in all the different regions. throughout the country and then like sean said we met in line at snows it just so happened two kansas city guys we both went to the same university oh, wow. and uh hit it off and and uh he's in new york and i'm in omaha nebraska right now but we keep keep in contact several times a week and and uh, put out the smoke sheet and it's been great that's awesome no i've been i've myself really been enjoying reading it uh um, I've been down to Texas, hit a few of the the places down there. Fortunately, around the Houston area and Austin, so uh, really enjoying this, reading it every week and kind of catching up and seeing what's going on. So it's great. Great. Uh, talk a little bit about your some of your. Well, I guess jump back. What's forgive my ignorance? I guess a, a cultural geographer. Yes. So what is that exactly? So. Um... I uh, I work for the National Park Service, okay. and I work for the Lewis and Clark Trail. So primarily what I do is I 
I will do all the mapping for the National Park Service for the trail. Okay. So I got started actually with this barbecue project. I created what's called a story map for Kansas City. So it's basically an interactive map that shows all the locations of barbecue spots, but it also has text and and videos and media that goes along with it that tells the story of the history of Kansas City barbecue. Yeah, I, I had so much fun with that that that's what led me to. I was like, oh, maybe I'll do this for Texas, and that's what led me to go down there. So mapping, that's the kind of thing for cultural geography that I do. Okay, interesting. And, and Sean, what do you, uh, what's your uh, day job, I guess? I am a freelance writer, Okay. actually. And um, I, I studied journalism at the University of Missouri, which is a, a very good journalism school. Um, I worked as a technology journalist for five years, and then I dabbled in PR, marketing, uh, assorted you know things like that for for five years, and now I'm back into writing, editing, um, helping companies with you know whatever they need. Right. So you've you've both kind of found a way to take your passion and mix it in a little bit with your uh, your daily jobs kind of thing, right? Absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, talk to me, I guess, um, before we talk about some of your barbecue travels, you're the, the scenes local, the barbecue scenes local where you guys are in, in Omaha, New York, and maybe Kansas City from where you're, you're both from. Sean, you want to tackle that for New York? Sure. Uh, I mean, New York is actually a really, uh, I don't know, a really positive, uh, booming scene, actually, and I know that there's a lot of people that like to make fun of New York because they're like, New York barbecue, what do they know about barbecue? But actually, there is a really uh, vibrant scene here. Yeah, it's, uh... um, and that, that really stems from New York attracting talent, right. right? So, you know, New York, you know, has some of the best chefs in the world. I mean, that's just people know New York's a food town. Um, so it makes sense that a lot of people that are very talented around the country who are, you know, very good at barbecue would come to New York and make barbecue. Um, you know, we have pitmasters from Kansas City and Louisiana and Alabama, and I'm just like, we, all over the country, yeah. right? And um, so because of this, we now have, you know, um, I think it's a, a hometown barbecue is the one everyone seems to know of here course, in New yeah. York, uh, which is, you know, best known um, probably amongst our barbecue joints, but we have probably another uh, 15 that, you know, you could go to and have a really outstanding barbecue meal and you'd be surprised. You'd be yeah. surprised by the, the vibrancy and the diversity of choices that you have here. It really shouldn't be, though. It's New York City, right? So people, if That's there's, true. If there's, it's going to happen there, right? I mean, you would hope. But I, yeah. it's interesting that, you know, you could go to global, you know, big cities, you know, around the world and not find good barbecue, True. right? Yeah. So it's possible. Yes, of um, course. But I do think we're at a, a, a point where more people than ever are excited and interested in barbecue. Yes, And agreed. so that means that more barbecue restaurants can exist and more barbecue events can exist now. Yeah. Uh, just kind of, you talking about hometown, uh, my, my snows story, when I was there a couple of years ago in line, uh, met Wayne Mueller, mm-hmm. uh, met Daniel nice. Vaughn. Nice. It just all happened to be in line at the same time. And uh, another fellow who was there that I didn't recognize at the time, but have come to realize was Billy Durney. Nice. So nice. yeah, that was. That, my... I mean, that does not surprise me at <laughs> that's, all. That's a, a, a typical snows uh, Saturday morning. It snows, right? Right. I mean, I remember when we were there. I mean, I think there was a podcast recording. Yeah. There were there were 
people from all over the globe were in that line. Yeah, so. that's, uh, prob- probably Yoni from Best Barbecue. Or? I think it was Yoni. <laughs> yeah, he, yes, he, yes. He, I think he's a, he's there most loves, Saturdays. It sounds like loves knows. Yeah, and we we met people in line that yeah. were that were just traveling for barbecue, and they were from outside the country. So yeah. it was like it's a pilgrimage. It is absolutely. I've been, I've been fortunate. My uh, my day job. Uh, takes me down to Houston usually at least once a year and uh, often have a weekend uh, when I'm there so I'll do a little road trip and uh, check out some of the spots so I've, uh, that's been my taste of Texas barbecue so. that's great yeah Ryan how about you uh, Kansas City the Omaha scene so Omaha is uh, kind of the everything that Sean said about New York it's the opposite <laughs> Omaha is really it just has not embraced barbecue in the way that a lot of other places have it's just not a barbecue town it's a little surprising so i think eh? that's part of the reason why i'm i'm this barbecue tourist that takes yeah. these long road trips because i'm always having to travel outside to get really good barbecue there's right. a couple of new places that have opened up that are pretty decent here but um for the most part it's not really a barbecue town um there is a little bit of a competition uh, barbecue scene here right uh, there's a like a really really good um, store that sells you know rubs and sauces and and all sorts of smokers and everything like that and and you'll see a lot more people active in competition okay in this area but in, as far as restaurants there aren't a whole lot so I often go to Kansas City which is about two and a half hours south so not, Omaha. Uh, not too bad then right yeah it's it's really great down there awesome yeah i've heard a few obviously a few of the kansas city places uh, a fellow i worked with spent some time there uh, a number of years ago and as uh, a bb's backyard uh bb's lawn side lawn side that's it yep, yeah yep. yeah he's uh, he's raved about that so. yeah uh, yeah, I guess if you ever do make it there, we'd be happy to give you Kansas City barbecue recommendations. Well, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I do that almost every day. Yeah. And I just, just today, someone was like, I, I need a place in Kansas City. And so I gave them an overwhelming number of places and probably scared them off. So. <laughs> well, choice is better than that, right? Yeah. So uh, where your travels, where have they taken you as far as barbecue uh, goes? Uh, Texas, obviously. Yeah, so I've been to Texas, um, the Carolinas, Tennessee, Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama, um, pretty much all over the place. I've even gone up to Missoula, Montana. There's a pretty good barbecue place up there called okay. the Notorious PIG okay. that I really love. Yeah. Um, Astoria, Oregon. Um, I try to go hit every place that I can. Uh, I seek out the best barbecue I can, so... I've traveled pretty pretty far and wide within the country, at least. Oh, that's awesome! So yeah. again, my ignorance here, being uh, Canadian, the the Lewis and Clark Trail. Where does that spread from to and from? I guess. So the Lewis and Clark Trail. It's funny you should ask. Right now, it starts in St. Louis, travels the entire length of the Missouri River up through Montana, and then it follows the Columbia River to the pacific ocean okay yeah however um congress just passed a law extending the lewis and clark trail so now well in a 
in 60 days from when it passed, it will start in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and travel the entire length of the Ohio. Okay, cross. Then go up the, then go up the Mississippi to St. Louis and join with the existing portion of the trail. So now the trail went from being 3,700 miles to being 4,900 miles of officially recognized National Historic Trail. And what is the trail? Is it, is it a physical trail? It's more of a virtual trail, okay. and it's primarily a water route. Right. So you, it's it's you know some of the most major rivers on the North American continent: the Ohio, the Missouri, the Mississippi, right. the Columbia. Sure. Some yeah. really large rivers. So. Okay. So yeah, not not something that somebody could necessarily travel, but. Some people do. Uh, yeah. it's, it takes years of. of effort and yeah it's it's quite a challenge but, right but most people just get in their car and drive alongside the trail right portions of it yep excellent a little geography lesson too i guess yeah there you go <laughs> so let's talk about the smoke sheet uh let's jump into what uh what's that uh what's involved in putting that together every week and what uh, kind of information you're putting out sure i, I mean we've been we've been doing this since october and we've been very successful at getting it out every week, except I think we, we had one week around Christmas time that we didn't, we didn't actually put something out, but, um, which I hope people understand. Of course, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the holidays. Yes. Give us a break. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but we've, you know, we really think that there's, there's too many ways to get information now. So we think that an email newsletter is actually one of the best ways to get um, a lot of information that's relevant to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, think about it. Social media, you know, we as much as we do enjoy posting on social media, interacting on social media, there's so much noise, it's hard to really, you know, keep track of everything. Right. So we thought, well, you know, no one's really doing this. No one's really cataloging, you know, the American barbecue scene as a whole. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, potentially when, you know, might want to do global. But, you know, the thing is, is it, it's really hard to keep track of this stuff. So we, uh, together, if it was just one of us, I don't think it would be possible, but together we're able to catalog all of this stuff and really just try to think about barbecue outside of Texas. Like, yep. there's a lot of great documentation about barbecue in Texas. Yeah. Texas Monthly has done a great job. Daniel Vaughn's done a great job. But, I, I you know, there's more than just Texas. Yep. And um, I'm sure you, uh, you agree with that, uh, up in Alberta. Yes, indeed. Uh, so I, I think that we, you know, we really looked at this as a challenge that how do we tell the story of a barbecue um, as something that's growing, as something that's culturally interesting, um, and it's, you know, it's changing all the time. So it's, we just, we love, uh, we love telling that story. Awesome. Every week at bbqnewsletter.com. That's right. <laughs> now, where are you kind of getting all the information from? Are people sending you things? Is it just your own research? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a, com- a combination. combination. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Uh, that's great, guys. No, I really. Uh, that's some, I, like I said. I've been enjoying the newsletter. Uh, kind of what you were just saying, Sean. It's great to get all of that information in one uh, in one shot, right? Well, it's uh, easy to miss, right? Yeah, There's, exactly. There, I mean, unfortunately, there were these stories of you know the last several weeks, months of of really big barbecue places closing yeah and if um i hate to say it that if i wasn't looking for it if i wasn't trying to to you know find these stories i'm not sure if i would have actually seen them yeah 
you know, and that, you know, because it's kind of like, maybe it's a sad thing, but like, it's important. It's culturally interesting. It's important. The history of a lot of these places is important. And so, you know, having some place where we can actually, you know, find out, you know, oh, there's this new opening. This thing looks amazing. Yeah. Um, or there's, uh, or this historical place closed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I'd like to know about that, but where else would I, where else would I have seen it? Absolutely. And the different festivals, events, things going on, it's, uh, it's great to have that information. Yeah, that's really one of the things that sparked my interest in doing this project was I was always seeing on social media either the day before a big event or <laughs> after it had already happened. Yep. And I would think, wow, I would have really loved to have gone to that, but I had no idea it was going on. And so Sean and I have done our best to, to um, you know, make note of the biggest and most interesting barbecue events happening all over the place. Absolutely. So the people will have a resource to, to go to those places. Yeah, that's I, I kind of learned that lesson. Uh, a couple of my, my favorite music bands, you'd find out the day after that they'd been in town or something, right? right. So you, you follow them on social media now to keep up. So. <laughs> Similar lessons. So uh, before we wrap up, fellas, kind of thing, I'd like to ask folks uh, on the podcast... Uh, what's your, your go-to dinner? What's, if you're, your choice and, you know, if it's barbecue, awesome. If not, whatever, uh, what's, uh, what's going on, uh, on your plate for dinner? If you have your, uh, your choice. Um, you're just referring, you said it could be barbecue. Yeah, if we, whatever, whatever you like. Yeah. Whatever works for you. Um, I mean, I gravitate toward beef, so, you know, um, brisket uh, or beef rib, honestly. Um, I love mac and cheese, good mac and cheese. I'm very into it. Um, Some cornbread, um, some corn. I don't know. Just, that's very hearty, but, like, I mean, that kind of meal is, that's, I'm in love with that meal. So, Uh, (laughs) Ryan, what's yours? (laughs) My my go-to meal would of course be barbecue and i would go a little bit different i usually like uh pork spare ribs um i like coleslaw and potato salad good choices um i like i like pulled pork as well yeah um but i would not shy away from brisket or beef ribs either so (laughs) if they're there right (laughs) the sacrifice so do you guys get the chance to do much cooking yourself I do. Um, I say, I, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm in New York and I don't have a backyard. I was so thinking, I, was thinking, I, yeah. I go and I eat other people's food more than I have a chance to cook it. Yes. So, but Ryan, I think you've actually had the opportunity to do some stuff. Yeah, and that's kind of one reason why we also include a recipe of the week right. in the smoke yeah. sheet. We, uh, I get the chance to try some of these out, and if if there are some that I really really love, or people that that eat the stuff that I cook really love, I try to include it in the smoke sheet so yeah i i have a few smokers in the back that i try to try to experiment with but yep. i'm not i'm not you know i'm not aaron franklin just yet. <laughs> i hear you i'm in kind of the same i've right. got my uh my oklahoma joe highland back there that's finally right. finally the snow has melted off around it so yeah i'm uh, gonna try to get that fired up in the next week or two here and uh, uh cook something so I have a young, youngish family. I've got two uh, kind of teenage daughters, so there's not a lot of weekends that uh, I have the time to just dedicate a whole day to cooking, right? So, right, I understand I, that. I'm in the same, I kind of similar boat to Sean that I don't, uh, I eat other people's barbecue more than I cook my own. So, 
just different reasons. Well, guys, uh, I, I, I wish I wish I had a backyard. Yeah, I wish I could actually have a, have a smoker, um, but I do have family that have smokers, so I can yeah. actually experiment whenever I go back to Kansas City or yeah. St. Louis, yeah. where I have family, and I can actually mess around a little bit. But um, unfortunately, yeah, not not in the position of having. Uh, you know, the, you really have to have a pretty good paycheck to uh, to have a backyard I in agree. New York. From, from what so. I've heard, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guys, where can uh, where can folks find you on uh, online social media? Yeah, you can find us at uh, well, first of all, barbecuenewsletter.com. Yeah. It's really easy to sign up. Just need your first and last name and your email address, and then of course we're on Instagram, Facebook. And Twitter as at the smoke sheet. Yeah, and I'll put and then, uh, uh, I'll put the links in the show notes and everything. And I do think like following our own our own you know stuff as well is pretty good as well. Yeah. So Ryan, what's you go ahead and tell them here. So at barbecue tourist, that's BBQ tourist. Yeah. And that would be on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and bbqtourist.com. And awesome. then, Sean, yours is? Uh, NYC BBQ on Facebook or Instagram, and then New York Barbecue on Twitter. Awesome. Well, guys, uh, again, thank you for setting this up. I really appreciate it. Great to chat with you and learn a little bit more about what you're doing. And I uh, look forward to uh, more of the content coming out and uh, following what you're doing down there. Awesome. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you very much for your time, everybody. Thank you for listening. And uh, please make sure to show some love for our show sponsor, Prairie Smoke and Spice Barbecue Rubs and Sauce. You can show your family some love as well by using the two-time NBBQA number one rub and barbecue, the outstanding tumbleweed all-purpose rub the next time you're throwing some meat on the smoker or grill. You can find tumbleweed and their other products at retailers all over Alberta or by visiting www.prairiebbq.com. Big, big thanks to Ryan Cooper and Sean Ludwig for being my guests on the show today. These guys are putting out some great info every week, uh, so please be sure to visit www.bbqnewsletter.com to subscribe to The Smoke Sheet. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe, rate, and review. Share it with your friends. Uh, message me with your comments. Let me know what you think. On Twitter, at EatMoreBarbecue, and I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore More underscore Barbecue. You can email me at EatMoreBarbecue at gmail.com. As always, thanks to Alan Horbin for the music, and until next time, folks, keep on smoking. This has been a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.